episode of Money Lab. I'm your host, Matt Banana Hammock, Jibanisi, and joining me is a very special guest on the show today. His name is Miles Beckler of milesbeckler.com and YouTube fame. Hi, Miles. Thanks for being here, man. Matt, thanks for having me here. I didn't wear my banana hammock. I didn't know it was that kind of a show, but uh, I'm happy oh, to be here with you. Well, you did wear a hat. And I, I've, I've been told that like both you and I have strong hat games on the internet. <laughs> have you heard that too? Yeah, the two marketers who decided the hat is a part of the brand have finally yeah. collaborated, and like there must be something astrological going on here. Well, I, you know, it's for me, it's not like the hat is part of the brand. It's that a bald, thinning hairline is not part of the brand for me. So that's where, <laughs> that's where that goes. There and you now, go. It's funny because like during all this quarantine shit, I've been shaving my own head, which I've never done before. And I never going to go back to a hair. It's great. I traveled the, I was a full-time nomad for four years with like literally no home base. And I got a a shaver that I brought with me. And there's nothing worse than going in a foreign country where you don't speak the the language and you're trying to like get a haircut. And they're like, what do you want it to look like? I don't know. Just fucking take it all off. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, that, that was a big aha. It just dump it all in the sink. It's gone. Woof. Back to normal. I'm faster because I keep it high and tight. Yeah. Um, It's good. You can swim faster. It's important stuff. Oh yeah. Swim faster, huh? Do you have a pool? (laughs) No, I don't. Okay. Right. I got a paddleboard in the lake out here, but well, yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah, there you go. That's something. Uh, well, okay. In this episode, we're going to talk about all things online business. But before we get started, this episode is brought to you by Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it, and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like minded business owners in the members-only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization, and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning-fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. All right, so we're just talking about all things online business here with Miles Beckler. Uh, first of all, uh, we have not met. This is our first time meeting in person, digitally, I guess, in person. You know, at a safe space, at a safe person. distance, at a safe, we're at least yeah. six feet apart. Yeah. So, um, how did this? You know, one. I guess, like, I've been doing research. In fact, one of the things that I did the first time I was like, you were mentioned to me, was I went on you. I went on Twitter, and I was just like. Who out there in online business, you know, doing what we do is, is doing really well and has like a good YouTube game. Like who's out there doing YouTube really well. And I swear to God, you are the answer to every response that I got. Everyone. awesome. And the, and then the only other person was Pat Flynn. Ah, so it was a you and Pat Flynn. And I was like, okay. Who's probably Uh, a little bit more difficult to get in touch with than I am, but, uh, you never know. (laughs) Um, so I mean, yeah. How did you get started with like 
I mean, because you've been doing this a long time. You know, I've been I looked into you and like I think you and I share very similar stories, maybe. Yep. I don't know. Where, where did you how did you get started? So all the way back 2003, I was in college doing college radio and my program director was kind of like, I need you at the station more. He was a student and I was like, dude, I got to work, man. I got to pay for my car. You know, life in the Bay Area mm -hmm. where I grew up was expensive. Uh, he was like, let me show you this little side hustle. He taught me how to do affiliate marketing on MySpace, um, started making a few grand a month. So internet money became real in 03. That collapsed down. I tried 30 or more different scams uh, between there and 2009 <laughs> when I hit when I married my wife. And um, I was flipping houses. I was going through the global financial wow. crisis. I had loaded up $50,000 in student loan debt and life sucked. And I was drinking a lot and smoking a lot. Meditation is the only thing that felt good. Uh, and my mm. wife had similar experiences. So we were like, well, you know, let's just let's just start sharing this meditation thing with the world. That was 09. That website's reached like 40 million people. It was kind of a WordPress blog. Uh, and then so in 2016, um, we finally had budgets and I was like buying some courses, some $2,000 courses that I thought actually did have secrets in them because that's what they said in the webinar. And yeah. I was like frustrated. They were just rubbish. And I was like, okay, hold on. So there's people who don't know as much as I do who are selling these overpriced courses. This is bullshit. Um, and then it was like, well, what are you going to do about it? Right. And like, am I just going to stomp my feet and whine about it? Um, and I was like, no, I got challenged at a personal development seminar to do something every day that scared me for 90 days straight. I was like, screw it. I'm going to teach everything I know on YouTube. And that confluence finally clicked. Uh, the team was big enough in my wife's brand, which is still the main source of what we do today. And yeah. I just started pouring my heart and soul out into YouTube. It was, it went from being like difficult and awkward to kind of fun. And now I'm absolutely addicted to it. And, um, 130,000 subscribers in three and a half years and 600 videos is about what has got us to this conversation and to my you, fans who yeah. have done the promotions for me. So thank you, you know, team, whatever. I don't, we don't have a team. I should probably name the team, but um, yeah, good on them. You just, uh, you just told your entire life story in about a minute and a half. Don't you hate it in podcasts when they're like, oh, I'll tell your story. And like 19 minutes later, you're just like 30 seconds skip, 30 seconds. I God mean, damn, come on. You're right. You're right. I mean, I, you know how many times I've told that fucking pool? <laughs> I was starting the pool business since I was 13 story. <laughs> Yeah, that's like everyone's like, oh, how'd you get started? And I started. In a, I was 13 years old. I got hired at a pool store. My anecdote is, I don't know how they hired me. I was getting a paycheck at a 13 year. I was like, you know, yeah, legally, was that even legal? Le right. Yeah, I was like child labor laws. Hello. Um. So yeah, basically doing this a while. Yep. Yep. Right. Very similar path. And, and yep. Go ahead. But you have, I mean, the the site that you have is massive. The site that you're running, kind of like as your main flagship, is like just huge I mean, it's 40 a million a year no 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 40 million total so i think it's it, oh, you actually get so your swim swim site gets uh, swim university gets more traffic in the summer but you're very peaky so we're about 800 900 a year it's been 40 million people since we kind of started it which okay. i feel like that's it that's powerful right that's more than a, like a lot of european countries it's yeah and it's just from brute force putting out helpful content we just started sharing what what we learned what we knew what worked with us and when you do it in alignment with a search engine and that's mm -hmm. kind of one of my big things is is like partner with a platform, partner with a search engine. And I think YouTube and Google are just, because I get my videos that I put up three years ago, still get traffic. Her yeah. blog post that she put up like seven, eight, nine years ago, they yeah. still get traffic. It's remarkable. How, how much are you involved in that business right now? 
So right now I'm I'm involved at the level of running the team. So I'm very much okay. like the CEO of that business, oh, but so very I've got a, very much involved. But okay. I've got a really good advertising guy who runs my entire Facebook ad strategy for me. So I'm not I've been just consistently like how do I remove myself from the day-to-day -day operations yeah. and not just like let it fall and definitely not buy through rubbish uh virtual assistants i'm i'm like who can i hire that's an absolute gangster at yeah, facebook so ads I, I can, rock stars yeah. rock stars right take what yeah. i can do and better and finally when i started taking that philosophy so i've got like a funnel guy now and a copywriter and an ad person so i'm, I'm playing the game of choreographing them choreography yeah and then i work with my wife so i really she's talent right she's the face of the brand the voice of the brand so she's still the writer of the brand she is. We've tried outsourcing that and we just have never just, like that's the unscalable. It's spirituality. It's it. Yeah. When it doesn't feel right, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. So I, I interface with her very consistently and then I interface with a team and and it actually works at this point in time. Yeah. Which, uh, there was a long time when we did absolutely everything because we were freaking broke and we couldn't afford any teammates. Right. Uh, uh, yeah. And how big is the team now? So, you know, what do you measure it on? It's it's around yeah. 20 something people, um, like four full time, probably eight or more part time and then mm -hmm. a dozen or more kind of on demand contractors. And what do you guys primarily make your money on? It's not affiliate marketing, I'm imagining. No, it's not. So we've got uh, all said we've got multiple membership programs. We've got uh, a lot of digital downloads. We sell MP3s like downloadable uh meditations wow uh, oh yeah some, okay yeah meditation guides yeah right sure. yep yeah, mp3s mm -hmm. so um technically speaking we have some video training courses um some affiliate relationships some advertising but the bulk of it is absolutely through our own products right the margins on a digitally downloadable product are what like 95 percent um, yeah so most of our traffic comes in from google organic and they all see pop-ups and and we we keep that slight that site slow my site i've followed your uh, blogging course which i bought the the, the sonic bloggers uh, and the oh. speed up your website i've removed Page my pop-up yeah. yeah i've removed my pop-up i've got kind of the top i'm mimicking what you're doing on, on my site um Sweet. so all changed? of that it, oh my god but, my site speed well, yeah, has absolutely. it? So here's the thing with you. I could, I could every single thing you're saying. I could <laughs> go onto a tangent, and I'm just like, squirrel. <laughs> yeah. So like, uh, real quick, the, yep. the 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 changing from the pop up because you you have a big site, and I feel like yep. this site would do very well with pop up um, opt ins, right? But you For switch sure. to the way that I did it, which is like it's still front and center, but it's no longer a pop up. It's not it's not blocking the content. Have you seen and it's it, less uh, annoying for people. I think the user experience, annoying. it's less of the like fly that's flying, like the wasp yep. flying around. You're like, get, get the fucking thing out of yeah. here, right? Um, so I think the user experience is better. It's cleaner. It's more branded. It, the, my site is way faster, so I'm getting more traffic from that. Um, I'm not able to track the conversion rate as cleanly as I was because I had a yeah. dashboard from the pop-up before. Um, but with that said, my list is still actively growing and my kind of like you know, thumb in the wind. Like mm -hmm. I think, I think it's growing more quickly, but I would have to say it's, it's at least where it was or better. Um, so you don't think you lost any like traffic to subscriber conversion rate by I switching no, the, no. the method. 
I had no data that says that was a bad idea by any means. Anything resembling- I had the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Even if it was questionable. I don't even think it was, I think it was a brilliant idea. And so for my wife, I was encouraging her to go with that, but she uses featured images up top and yeah. the look and the feel of her brand is so important that to put like one thing and, and it just, she's like, no way. Like, like mm. spend more on hardware, do whatever you have to do to speed everything else up around it. This is uncompromisable but, yeah, she and she's a talent. She gets to make those kinds of statements. And you're public about this, right? This, In what this, regards? Meaning like you on your YouTube channel where you talk about like building businesses, you're public about this business that you run. The same oh, yeah, way that totally. like I'm public about some university. Totally. I, I, you know, I've, man, I have created some problems from how public I used to be. I used to think that most people on this planet were good and they wouldn't copy us word for word. And I've created some people who have literally copied, spun, rewritten everything we've done. We went Welcome to a mastermind. To club, yeah. yeah. We went to a mastermind <laughs> with a bunch of people from ClickBank because we do really well with an, a ClickBank offer yeah. and they are stealing from us directly. You know who you are if you're hearing me. And it's just like, really guys? Really? Yeah. And the funny thing is they copy the front end of what we're doing and we make all the money on the back end. So our upsells and, and the stuff mm -hmm. that's deep in our funnel, the automations that we have running right now, I got this integration guy that helps me put together these really clever automations. That's where all the money comes from. They'll, they'll copy the front end forever and, and good luck with that. And they still don't make any money on the back end. But it's yeah, so I do and I have and, and it's it's out there what, what her site is. People can find it. I'm not going to say the domain. So I'm going to sure. make them work for it. But right. Um, yeah, right. Yeah, we've but that's and but that's people, interesting. Yeah, that you're public about it, but yet it's like and yeah, I guess the the problem with being public about it is there's people out there that are will take it. But I've always said, and maybe you agree with this, is that good luck, man. Good luck, yeah. and I'm saying man because it's probably a dude stealing my shit. It's like good luck trying to steal and copy me and be as good and be as like dedicated as I am to this thing because I've watched over the years people have taken, scraped my content, yeah. and I watched them, you know. Rank me and then leave. Rank, yep. leave. Rank, yep. leave. And it's like, I'm still here. Yeah, I'm still It's here. a revolving door. And that, that speaks volumes. And so with her, the cool part is in the audio, what we've actually done is we've created a scenario where, where she is the standard, right? For a downloadable audio meditation in her space, her voice, that what we create is the standard. So they listen to these people who copycat her method. And they're like, sure. ooh, that doesn't sound like Melanie. And that's actually yeah. the best thing for branding in the world. It's like, oh, well, right. clearly Melanie's my gal for these things. So yeah. it's helped. And then the Miles Beckler brand, my YouTube videos, I have people who have copied word for word my title my thumbnail, my description, and they've even pulled the closed caption that I'm so friendly to add to most videos. And they, they speak out the exact same words. So they've literally plagiarized my entire Whoa. video at every single level, and they'll stick around for about eight or nine videos. And then something in their gut, they're, it's, it's out of authenticity, or it doesn't feel right, or they realize that they can't sustain the level of energy I bring because they actually don't know what the F they're talking about. Sure. Um, and they realize, oh, this is more difficult than it looks. Um, people think that there's some magic in the niche, right? You probably have this. And I covered a couple of your websites in my, my niche examples. And I started with mm -hmm. this huge disclaimer of like, don't, don't copy these people. Like it, you won't get there because you actually like homebrewing. Like yeah. you actually are a total internet geek with the moneylab.co and the lot, like, and these experiments, like people don't realize how deep inside of you that is oh, that yeah, thing yeah. that you're tapping. And they think like, Oh, at a surface level, I could just do that. I could just choose that niche. And it's like, well, you could choose a niche, but do you have what it takes to stick with it for three, five, seven, nine? How, how old is your swim university website? Uh, 2004. 
Jesus, that's uh, 16 years old. Like like most people, 99.999% of people don't have that kind of stick-to-itiveness. No, and that's, that's, that's the difference. Right. right. That's the, I'm a hustler. I'm a, I'm a schemer. I'm going to figure out a way to make 10 grand this month and it might all burn down versus mm-hmm. I'm going to build a real business that's going to allow me to live the lifestyle of my dreams in the location. You're not in a very inexpensive place, right? No. Where I want I to be, working the hours I want to work, yeah. how I want to live. You got to think 10 years down the line with that. And, um, and you know, life. I, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not a forward thinker like that. I kind of, I'm very in the moment, very present. Like I don't have a five-year plan. I don't have a two-month plan. I don't know what I'm doing in next week. So, I, I mean, I would, I would question if at a philosophical level, you actually do, right? Like, Probably. like you, you put out helpful stuff. You're going to yeah. continue to test your internet marketing things and you're going to share what you learn from your tests. You don't know what those tests are. They're not True. mapped out, but you know that you're going to keep bumbling into new things and, and harebrained ideas that mash up from podcasts and think conversations yeah. you have. And you're going to, and so like in that sense, I think we have a, a clear picture of the philosophy where you're going but without knowing where that will actually lead you which is why people want to stay tuned in because they know you're going to keep doing this kind of interesting stuff and it's like i didn't have to do all of the site speed testing i just was like dude this guy clearly put a lot of time energy thinking about it click by hey developer guy go do everything he said in this course for me um yeah well then hat like all right so you have this site and you're running it and it's doing, I'm assuming, incredibly well where you don't have to do anything else, right? You could, I mean, yeah. same with me. Like I could totally just be, be behind the scenes, work on Swim University, talk about fucking pool algae for the rest of my life. Um, but why did you go to, uh, like, why do you have to be out front? What made you go? Because, and I'm asking this selfishly because yeah. I, I know why I did it. But right. why did you go like, oh, I need more? yeah like at what point so where's that ego of like i should be known for how smart i am publicly like i should be great so um there was definitely a part i went to several conferences i've been i when i was a full-time nomad we would go to conferences around the world so dcbkk in bangkok super fast business in australia and like all my life was a business trip right i just flew around the world went to these conferences and i'm seeing these people on stage speaking i'm like these guys do not know what the fuck they're talking about like how did this guy or yeah. person sometimes it was a gal how do they get on stage they they clearly don't get it they're saying things that are out of date they're saying things about split tests that aren't scientific and everybody's like swooning over these people i'm like what is this mess so that was one side of it uh the second side of it was i had a limiting belief that i'm not a content creator that that i'm a behind the scenes guy and i'm just behind the scenes of my wife's thing and i don't and, know, really know where that came were, from what what were you doing behind the scenes and Everything. in this moment like yeah, but you weren't re- creating content where you were just kind of like the because that's the, in front of the scene. Right. So she right. in the early days, uh, I would do keyword research. I learned how to install WordPress, how to get themes going. Then it was like how to grow a list because my first experiment with building businesses, I didn't grow a list. And when when MySpace turned me off, if I had a list, I could have kept making money. Um, right. So so those were the things. And then I got into the world of funnels. Um, and optimizing. So I would give my wife a keyword. She would essentially create a piece of content on it. I would then optimize it and publish it on the blog as I gave her another keyword. And we created this like uh, process, a little yeah. one, two, one, two, one, two. Yep. And then we started getting to 1,000, 3,000 visits per day. And at that point it was like, well, cool. Now we should get a pop-up and then I could split test that pop-up. So, you know, the power of split testing, I just ran a new split test on one of her opt-in pages. Uh, results were in yesterday, went from a 50% to a 65% conversion rate. 
rate, which that's not a 15% increase. That's like a 30% increase in results, which means I'm getting 30% more leads for the exact same ad spend. And I started getting into that kind of iteration and then Facebook advertising. Uh, So Frank Kern on his website says that the fastest way to build wealth is to turn advertising into profit. And whether or not that's true, once we finally had 10, 20, $30,000 a month coming in, it was like, what do we do with these monies? And it was reinvest in the brand, uh, mm-hmm. Facebook ads, funnels, uh, one-time offers, one-click upsells. And so now I have a team of people who do all of that stuff for us. And I'm kind of playing the more mastermind level of it. Um, and then, so, so those were two of the sides of like, a, I had myself convinced I was just behind the scenes. I just made everything work. Mm -hmm. Um, we also, while we were traveling, I was getting asked over and over and over again, like, how do you guys do it? Like, like we're living in nice places and Mm -hmm. just, I mean, now I'm whatever, like money just stopped being a question at one point. And I would, they were like, can I buy you a cup of coffee so I could learn? Yeah, for sure. And I'd sit down and I'd tell them how it works. And they wouldn't do anything and sit down and tell them how. And finally, I was like, I should record this. I should create like a library of this. And that would probably be intelligent. Um, So all of those things kind of coalesced. We'll go with that word. And then I was at a Kyle Cease seminar, his Evolve Out Loud two-day personal development seminar. And it was just like the idea that that growth growth begins at at your comfort zone. And I was very comfortable. I was doing the motions. We were making, I don't know, $30,000, $50,000 a month at that point in time. And it was smooth. It was good. But I wasn't like being challenged. And I knew that that next challenge was how do I get this stuff out to the world, Mm. pull the rug out from under the fake gurus who are charging two grand for rubbish methods and build a library for anybody who wants to be there. And and like it just one August in 2016 from Hollywood, California, it all started. Uh, And that was was the YouTube channel. That was the YouTube channel. That was the first video. It was at an Airbnb. It was awkward. Um, I was, I was, it was a very awkward moment, but it, it, I started number one and then I did number two and that was even more awkward. I was at the beach and I was yelling because I could hear how loud the waves were. So I thought yeah. I had to project. So it's essentially a video of me yelling at the camera. What is your why? You need a why. And I was like, God yeah. damn, what am I doing? Yeah. And I just stuck with it. Uh, 90 videos in 90 days. Um, I actually ended up doing 120 and 120 days. And, and the whole like, how do you build a habit and form a habit? And I really, right. I, I buy into some of that kind of stuff, but I ignore most of it. And it's just like, I had to flex the muscle enough times. If you want to learn how to snowboard, you just got to go live next to the ski resort and snowboard every day. And all yeah, of a sudden, the reason I moved here. Right. Totally. Yeah. And when you first yeah. start, you're going down the bunny hill and it's awkward. And you catch your toe edge and you're just done. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get to where you can like carve and you can go down the, the blues and the blacks. And, you know, but for- you, you know, that to, to kind of follow that analogy, because that analogy sure. speaks to me very specifically. It's like, I remember my first day on the bunny hill and I remember catching a wicked toe edge. And I remember, well, actually my first ride down the mountain, right? I had never been on a board before. I didn't skateboard before that, but I was like, I thought I was going to have a problem staying on the board. You're locked in. You don't, that's not the problem. <laughs> Just staying so vertical I'm, is the problem. Right. So I'm going straight down and everyone, and I'm like, this is awesome. This is great. Like I'm moving very quickly. And then I realized I didn't, learn how to, I didn't learn how to stop. So I have uh-huh. no idea how to stop. And so I had to throw myself to the ground at a very fast speed and I got very hurt and injured, not like severely, but just like, you know, but I remember like sliding into the orange fence that you're not supposed to, you know, hit and laughing and going again. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Right, right. Again, again, again. And then I was so sore the next day, but I was like, and I, I was sold. And it was like that the, as soon as it's like that fall 
making you like want to do it again. I don't yes. know what's what that is. Like failing and then going like, yes, I can get that. I'm going to get this. And it's just like over and over and over again. And then like, you know, yeah, how many years later you're you're I'm good. Yeah. yeah, I'm not doing fucking backflips and shit, but I can yep. or even a 180. I can't even do a 180. I just go down at a decent speed, you know, blacks, blues, whatever, all over the world, mostly just in the United States, because I don't really leave the country that often. And yeah, it was like, and now that's what I do for just you know, floating the pile, man. Those moments in the trees yeah. and the glade runs. It's just, it's amazing. You got a safety meeting in the forest with a bunch of pros and you just rip from there. It's, it's, it's impeccable. But like, so there's, there's something in there that you, I think you actually touched on because I've been thinking nonstop about the secret of success, right? Like, like what is it? Because I teach everything for free. Like mm -hmm. people can watch my channel. You can learn everything. Like every single component that's required, every skill that's required for building a successful business online is there. And yep. most people still don't do it. And I don't think it's yeah. that, well, they're not paying money, so they don't value it. 90% <laughs> right. of people who buy courses don't finish the courses. Like, so that's not yeah. the factor either. There's this willingness to when you fall down and it hurts a bit and it may have been a public fall down, like my yeah. second video where I'm yelling at the camera and then to be like, oh, I could do it a little better next time. I think, I think I know what I, I think I know what I need to do next time. I think I see that next iteration, that next right. little thing and that willingness to get back up once getting knocked down. That to me, everything cruxes on that. And I don't know if, if it's possible to teach people that or where that comes from, but this, right. this willingness to be a glutton for punishment of like, you're like, oh, your knees hurt your arm. You're like, oh, one more run. I got to do yeah. one more run. Like I have to go back and do one more. Is um, it, is it, um, the willingness to repeat and iterate? Because I, I found that, that, that is, I, you know, I, I didn't go to school. I'm not like edu formally educated by any means, but I find myself doing scientific experiments without ever learning the scientific method. And right. so like when I, like, you know, yes, snowboarding is one thing, but when I'm homebrewing, I brew the same beer every week. Okay. And I'm and I'm just the same recipe, the same style. I'll change one variable each week because I am trying to perfect yep. this one style of beer. And that's the Where, only way you'll ever perfect it. Because if you do, if you go from a stout to a this to a that to a pills and you're jumping around and everything's yeah. so different, you're not getting the little, you're not understanding the nuances right. within it. And I think a lot of people don't realize how absolutely almost like monotonously rep repetitious uh success yeah. is. Right. Like it's so for once you become a creator, if you will, like, oh, I, I can build a WordPress site on anything. I could sure. start make YouTube channels about everything. And most people, uh, they follow those nudges and those urges. And all of a sudden they got like nine half started projects and nothing's actually firing versus yeah. my wife and I on her main business. We're doing the same thing. She finds a keyword. She creates a piece of content on it. We do like it's it is it's and she's also boring. interested in the subject matter, too. I think that's a bingo. That's right. well, that's what it is. You are actually interested yeah. in brewing enough to make like, so what is your beer that you brew? What's the like, is it uh, a Pilsner, have, uh, a it, lager? It's a, new, it's a New England IPA uh, because it was a very difficult style. And then the other one is a Kolsch. So I do the, I do two a week. So those two, so one styles. of each a week and literally one that's it. And then you do, you do a, you do B, you test it, you enjoy it. And then back yep. to a, to B. So most people like normies in this world would just get bored. They'd be like, I did that last week. I need total variety in my life yeah. as entrepreneurs. It's like, no, no, no. We literally do like the same boring things meticulously. One small mm -hmm. tweak, test, 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 one small tweak. So for all the listeners out there who are like, man, I feel like I'm bored with my, yeah, well, welcome to the party yeah i mean that's, that's what it is right that, that is I mean, what it but, is but also 
I find that there's creativity within like the nuances of it, right? And there's yeah. like a uh, style. Yeah. Yeah, like oh, I mean, as a great example, I've been doing uh cuz I have a lot of questions about YouTube specifically and like I've been doing I've been putting up these Money Lab podcasts on YouTube in the last month because uh listenership is down in the the podcasting world, but YouTube is up. And and also like we were planning on doing it, but I didn't I you know, I got and I think that you'll resonate with this. I got stuck in the this video camera that we're on right now sucks. And I am very like quality driven. You know, I, I, I have a nice DSLR sitting over here. So I'm like, I'm going to figure out how to connect it to the computer and make it my webcam. But the camera wasn't good enough. And I had a bad HDMI out. So I had to go buy this other thing on Amazon. Then I bought this other thing. And I'm just like, okay, I can't sit here and try to figure this out. Technically, let's just publish uh, the Something. shitty. Yeah. Anything. I published the shitty thing and it did very well. And I was like, oh, I should have been doing this for the last two years. Yeah. And here I am, you know, but I spend and what I find enjoyable because, yes, uh, editing myself and what my content sucks. It's just it's a slog, right? Doing it isn't a slog like this conversation isn't. This is the creative this part. This is the fun part. Yeah. yeah, it's the fun 100%. part. Uh, putting it in Premiere and adding the fucking lower thirds and doing all the that's not fun. Exporting, it's not fun. Uploading it to YouTube, not fun. Creating a title, not fun. Writing for me is not fun. And creating the title is like the most important the most part important of the thing. game at this point. Yeah. 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 Kill me. Uh, but <laughs> I find the thumbnail game, that's where I You're loving get it? to. I love it. Well, because I get to take, pick, like, um, the last one that I did, like it was, I took a picture of just, I like put the camera on my desk and I just took a picture of me screaming into <laughs> words. And so like I can, de I design it. So like I try to be as self deprecating to myself as possible. So like I will Good. put up unflattering pictures of myself oh, yeah. and they were as the thumbnail. Yeah, I yeah. guess. I don't know, but I'm just having fun design, like coming up with the design for the thumbnail, even though I know it's important. It's like probably, you know, just as important as the title, right? It might but actually be a little bit more, yeah. A little bit more. So, yeah, I mean, I've been having fun with that, and I just find that little piece of it that I like, and I'll probably end up outsourcing the whole, like, you know, editing, exporting, uploading. The, the shit you part. don't like, right? Like, that's why God like. invented Upwork is so you could pass off right. things that you don't want to do anymore. Um, so for a long time with my YouTube videos, I was like, I'm not going to be that guy who takes the pictures on YouTube like this. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, I tried it once, and it, like, and it crushed it, and I was like, fuck, I have yeah. to be that guy now. And I don't, obviously. I could put up, you know, videos that get a 1.5% click-through rate instead of a 7% click-through rate, but that would be sure. stupid, right? Yeah. It would make no sense right. at all. And once we have those moments, and um, so on, on YouTube, let's, let's like, jump into it a little bit since you're kind of geeking out there. So yeah. the, the thumbnails are huge, massively mm -hmm. important, and the biggest tip I've got on that is to really just make sure it's curiosity. Don't repeat the title inside of the thumbnail at all. Like pure curiosity, yeah. get them interested where your eyes go, their eyes go. So if you're staring at the camera, they're going to like kind of deer in headlights you. But if you kind of look away, they'll follow your eyes. The title is absolutely number two. We shoot to keep our titles below 55 characters. And so my wife's channel, she got 170,000 subscribers. So her channel is bigger, grows faster than mine does. And mm. she's in some fancy $2,000 courses to learn how to do this stuff. I'm just like, you know, eating the crumbs that are left over on the YouTube table. Um, mm. So we shoot for 55 characters or less um, on the titles themselves. And one thing that helped me out, I started a spreadsheet where one, the first column, I just type out the title. And then the second column, I put some 
text for uh, character count. So I can just go title, 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 and I type out like 20 or 30 of them. And I'm usually just copy and pasting them and changing little bits here and there on the front and the back. That process of really geeking out on the um, like thumbnail and the title, those two things, it's it's absolutely changed the game. My channel is growing faster today than it than it ever has. Really, uh, I found because a new of title. Optimization. Yeah, because of these things, right? And and it's not like an optimization. Some people think that they're just going to do all this testing and then they have their big breakthrough. But that's mm. not that's not what it is. Like your IPA is going to get to the point of being an epic IPA that you could possibly license or start a brewery around from the fact that you've done a thousand and one little tests over long periods of time. Mm. It's like we, if you haven't seen a nephew or a niece for a long time, you, they show up after three years. You're like, holy God, you grew like a weed. Well, they yeah. didn't notice it. It was incremental to them, right. but it's the, the fact that nobody tasted your IPA for three years, they came back and texted me, damn, dude, your IPA is great. Like, yeah, right. I've brewed 79 <laughs> batches of this. Yeah, yeah, Like, of course it is. And it's it's that kind of iteration. Like, I've never had a video go viral. Wifey's never had a video go viral. And we've yeah. con- combined reached like 30 million people on YouTube. And it's the little uh, death by a thousand paper cuts approach. Um and I don't, yeah. I don't even edit. I hear you on editing. I literally, I, I've had to force myself. Well, I don't to edit either. I, I just, uh, yeah, I, I don't edit either. I just add. I have to add some sort of intro animation and lower thirds to the bottom. So I like yeah, trim like the dubstep ends. forty-five second intro. Yes. Blah, blah, yep. blah, 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 blah. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> I don't have that. Um, but yeah, I, I do like just the trimming. It's just kind of like it's monotonous. It's like it's almost it's not creative. There's nothing to yep. it. It's um, the grind. Yeah, it's the yeah, but it's I don't want to do it. That's that's the one thing like you can outsource, right? Yep. It's and I one found piece of it. So I found a, a video editor girl in Eastern Europe. She's like seventeen dollars an hour on Upwork, and she actually makes Russian TV shows. She edits uh, mm. like reality TV shows for Russia, and she's oh, literally cool. under twenty dollars an hour. Um, the the level of talent out there in some of these areas, especially when English is as a second language is okay, yeah. mm-hmm. it, it's incredible, right? And that's that's one of the things for people. Like you know, you start by doing all of the things because you got to know how it all works. This, that, the other. Like I don't know if you mill your own grain. You probably do. Yes. That, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but but at some point maybe you just stop doing that, right? Well, no, not you, but uh, no, normal people yeah. who aren't complete geeks. There's just certain parts of the thing that you're like, man, I really slow down here. And for me, putting out a new video is way more important than spending time to go through and make sure, ah, whatever. I slip up my words. I say stupid things sometimes. Um, I hope I'm not offensive. And next, 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 next. And the big picture result of that philosophy applied over several years is like 130,000 subscribers in three and a half years. Right. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I also uh, adjust my own water chemistry when i brew so Good. i'm wondering as though, you should i mean i would should. expect nothing less right but right i mean it's kind of my thing but i i'm wondering like like that specific analogy is like well somebody else could do that part right that's not the hard part of of what i do the hard part is like literally just is is maybe recipe development and then the execution of it completely where with youtube it's like you know this kind of stuff I've, i'm finding very easy but when i have to do something that's more how-to-ish it's i find that difficult and i find it clunky and i you know i am very sort of um self-critical i mean i'm the most critical of myself and everything and so like i will scrap videos because i'm like i i don't know i just didn't wasn't feeling it i'll have to do it again i'll just repeat and that's just like a time-consuming process and it kind of like keeps me from doing youtube in fact um one of the things like i've had so many iterations of like the content that i create at swim university for youtube right that channel's got 
only like 35,000 subscribers, but I've been doing it for since 2011 or something. And it's like, well, why? Because like at first I was going out to the pools, right? I was going out to my friend's pool and I would set up a tripod and I would have to write a thing. And, and I was just sweating because it was just like outside in the sun by myself. I was like, I felt, I felt like an idiot just being outside and talking to uh, a stick. And then I would have to go and edit it and it would take me forever. And like, it was good and they worked very well. And I'm like, this is it. This is what, it, this is what took some university. Like it, it leveled it up for sure. But I'm like, this is hard and I'm not yeah. going to do this anymore. And then when I moved here, it was like, well, uh, let me do it in, in front of my webcam. And I hated that. And then I'm like, all right, well, let me do it. I built this whole like orange backdrop, paper backdrop thing, got this camera set up. And so then I'm doing these like talking Green head screens. camera. Yeah. Like kind of like, um, do you remember like ask a ninja? It was like, <laughs> very, you don't remember that? No, no, you got to look that up. Uh, right. It was just a guy who like a fast talking, like question answer show. Um, or just, I don't know. It was very good, but it's kind of like, it was kind of like that. And then, um, I hated that. <laughs> and so I got to a point where I'm like, I just, I, I just can't get into the rhythm and flow of producing consistent content at some university. And then, it, uh, finally, we started doing animated videos where all I had to do was record the voiceover in my in my own like hoodie, uh, sweatpants. I don't yeah. have to like get in front of the camera off the shave. Don't have to shower. Don't, don't have to shave. Have to shower. Yeah. Nope. And so all of a sudden, now we're producing a video every week consistently, and the channel's growing. Boom. You know, same thing. Can, with can I can I ask you yeah. a quick question there? Yeah. Like from from the standing in the sweltering heat, hating mm -hmm. your life, feeling awkward, yelling at a, a tripod stick. Uh, to figuring out the animated thing, which obviously hindsight's twenty twenty, you could be like, well, duh, sounds like yeah, a great idea. Yeah. How long was that time-wise in between oh, those two? Seven years. Seven years. This oh. is the part that people don't get, right? And this is the truth of it, that it, like, we can only connect the dots looking backwards. And mm -hmm. hindsight's so easy to be like, well, of course that worked. Well, yeah, but in the moment, so this right. new split test I'm doing on my wife's thing, we, we sell MP3s and we've been giving away a free MP3 because it was easy because I had it, right? We just started, and I was like, well, man, if I'm giving someone that and then I'm offering them, so it's like, it's like, hey, man, would you like a hot dog? You're like, oh, thanks for the free hot dog. I'm like, cool. You want to buy a hot dog? You're like, no, I just, you just fucking gave me a hot dog. Why would yeah, I buy right. one? So then I, okay, well, maybe uh, I do a PDF instead on the front end. And then we upsell the MP3. Like, oh, that sounds logical. Nine years of doing what I was doing. And this is obviously just starting to absolutely change the game for us. And it's like, I didn't see it from the, like, I just didn't no, see it. No, you're in it, right? you're in it. You can only see kind of like what's that next step and plugins are conflicting with each other. And, and it just like, yeah. like your, your stuff is toppling on Amazon's changing things. Google's doing giant update that gets falling on you at all times. You just yeah. run around with a fire hose. And right. then we have those things that, that open up these entire areas and sticking with it long enough to finding those things. It's like, find the fun. Where's, where's the fun and easy. I got friends in New Zealand. They ask a question all the time and they run a brilliant niche site. Uh, fitness for dressage horseback riding Whoa. they're crushing it teaching people <laughs> fitness for horseback riding um what would this look like if it was fun and easy and they ask themselves that all the time and my wife and i have asked ourselves that a lot what yeah. would it look like if this is fun and easy and that's a lot of kind of like man this this really does suck it's a grind so a pivot it b let go of it or um and just iterating your way to, to something but you that constantly ask that question constantly 
right? Yeah. It's not Especially like Especially when I'm doing something I don't want to be doing that kind yeah. of I feel like has to get done. Whether it actually does or doesn't, or I just feel obligated to doing it, what yeah. would this look like if it was fun and easy? And then for me recently, the idea for my YouTube channel, I've I kind of started this membership program that I I don't know, I don't know. I'm I have a interesting relationship with it. And I've got these videos inside of it. And I'm like, but I'm the free video guy. Like, what would it look? I don't want to do a video this week. Well, let me just go grab a video from there and put it on YouTube. Well, it's pretty mm. fun and easy. And it yeah. crushed it. Like, cause yeah. I had a great thumbnail. And I was like, oh, great. Thanks. Cool. But you know, um, such and so life. you're, you're, yeah, I mean, you're just, I like, where is your focus now? Like, where is the, like, where does most of your time go when you're doing, uh, I mean, is it, is it with the, the big site or is it your yeah. channel? It's is team. it it's team, it's team, management. it's really with my team. Yeah. It's, it's, um, leadership, uh, which to me is just, you know, being there with the shovel in front of the pile of manure, shoveling the shit with them. So they don't feel like they're the only ones sure. shoveling the giant pile of manure, um, Finding new teammates. Uh, I'm I'm trying to bring on yet another writer for for my brand here that I'm working on. Um, skilling up my current teammates and getting my teammates to really work with each other. Uh, trying to remove myself more and more from the operations because when it started, it was kind of like teammate A back to Miles, teammate B back to Miles, over to Melanie back to Miles. Then it gets done, and if right. I can kind of rearrange this to where it goes A B A Melanie A miles mm. done so it's it's those kinds of procedural things um you mentioned earlier when you were trying to get the the camera and the elgato yeah. cam link and and yeah. this and that so so you're playing with a the theory of constraints right like that that is the idea of the theory of constraints so i spent a lot of time like thinking about like what are the constraints in our business um another idea that i like to think about a lot is uh like what's our four percent so the 80 20 everybody knows the 80 20 rule right like 80 yeah. percent of your blah 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 well if you do the 80 20 rule to the 80 20 because obviously if there's 80 20 in everything there's an 80 20 in the 80 20 you get four six in the 20 you mean right yeah, yeah. so 20 percent of 20 is four percent 80 percent of 80 is 64 yeah. percent so theoretically four percent of what you're doing is creating 64 percent of your results that's like seven points away from passing and if you pass, you get the same degree than if you get an A or a C. It doesn't matter. C's get degrees, right? So it's like, right. what are those things that are actually really important? And so I'm, I'm like working like, like, why are you doing that? Like, why, why, why do we do things this and then and removing a bunch of things to really refine it down? Um, I do a video a week. I do four or five emails per week on average. I'm in my little forums, maybe a half hour a day on average. Um, and I'm starting a really big permaculture garden that's behind you. Um, I've got like 20 mm -hmm. acres of trees. I'm trying to learn forest management and um, real estate investing. And I've got a All side project. My Yeah, I got a side affiliate project that we started from scratch um, that my team is 100% building. I literally put in maybe 1% of effort on that um, in order to just kind of prove that anyone can do this in any random ass niche without being the personal Ed brand educate it yeah because one of the arguments of um, like i'm showing you on youtube how to do everything i'm like yeah miles but you've got 13 years yeah miles but you you're like you know you're smart you know this stuff it's like okay fine i'll start another one from freaking zero <laughs> again and it yeah. sucks and i hate starting over from zero because it's the worst but i'll prove yet again today and even after all the amazon calamity it's still making my target was three grand a month in a year and it's, it's sitting at six grand a month in 11 months right now and even wow. after the, the income slush. level yeah. yeah. And it just, it just, it freaking works. And it's just like, everybody's just got their excuses. And I'm like, I'm an excuse remover or something at this point. I don't know. That's and you still, and even if you show them that they're still going to be like, yeah, but you could hire somebody and you, 
You know, like, right? Oh, yeah, well, but so how much money did you? Yeah, how much right. money did you invest in it, Miles? Well, yeah, I invested that because my hours are worth like a thousand dollars an hour minimum, right? I'm like a ten grand a day yeah. kind of guy. Like, I'm not gonna go fucking install WordPress again. Like, that's I, you're right. I have elevated right. above that. But when we started, we did everything ourselves, and it's yeah, and that that's the thing, right? It's like this. There's there like I want to help more people build successful businesses online because I think that our economy. I mean, man, thirty million people have gone unemployed. Like, what is going on in our in our world's economy? Like, how can I help? Man, helping people become economic engines, sharing what they love. If that's knitting, mm -hmm. if it's fitness for horseback riding. Oh, I got another one, uh, friend. Um, fitness for empaths. So empathic wow. people. Yep. So so it's yep. it's it's fitness. At I'm in Boulder. I know those those words. <laughs> yes. I'm surrounded by yeah. them. I got a place in Sedona. Yeah. So yeah, on the on the same vibe. Um, yep. He crushed it. He absolutely has crushed it with fit. So there's all these, and I just look at the world as there's just a there's so much opportunity. Um, my mm. little permaculture garden. I'm forcing myself not to start a freaking blog There's and authority site yeah, on it. Right. Yeah, because it's like I yeah. can write everything off, and and but, th but then I wouldn't. Yeah, be, uh. that's how I felt about the homebrewing site. I was like, I'm not going to do one, and then I'm like, well, I'll get free cool equipment to review, and then yeah. like I can use that equipment, that those ingredients. Yeah, yeah. it's like I just want it like new shit to try that I wouldn't buy myself. Like, oh, right, here's a bag of cryo hops. Like, sweet, I was never going to buy this, but. I'm going to try but it now since I got it. Yeah, totally. Uh, and then yeah. you got people like me who are giving you random ideas on a random YouTube video that you didn't ask for or need. Um, <sighs> yeah, it's just not more <laughs> ideas. Like there's no shortage of ideas. It's the execution, execution. of it. And, and here's the thing. Like I have a, uh, one of my philosophies in two, like late 2019, early 2020 has been pump out the jams. And what that is is simply content, just like free, good. Isn't that self-explanatory? <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah. I mean, but it's I appreciate like, the context. What does that mean? I mean, yeah. I, I just to me, it was like when I don't produce shit at Money Lab, whether it's a podcast or not. See, a podcast, I feel like is like the low totem pole thing to create. Um, like video is a big one. A huge yeah. blog post is a big one. And in my case, like it's like a huge experiment, like an ongoing thing. Um, but when I don't create, when I don't publicly put shit out into the world, Everything goes stagnant. Same with Swing University. Yeah. I mean, it just it just does. Not that I need to c constantly produce new things. You can just update old things. But it's the idea that like you have to put out something all the time yeah. in order for if, it as a marketing strategy. Because I don't like. I mean, I don't know how you're feeling about uh, Facebook and stuff. But I mean, I hate it. Okay, all right, it. that's what I thought. Yeah, I hate it. And I'm I'm an advertiser. I've spent probably three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars of my own money on the platform. Um, spreading love and light through meditations, right? So that's sure. at least what I'm advertising is good stuff. But um, as, as far as I think it's destroying our, our society, I think Instagram's right up there with it in, in yeah. like the some of the depression numbers and and the suicide rates amongst young men. It's there's a direct correlation there that that's really actually quite scary. Um, but so and what I think is interesting that you've mentioned is again, this is probably where our biggest overlap is is in the search marketing. And you're creating things that are shareworthy. And this is what a lot of people don't get about content marketing marketing they're like oh i did i did 90 posts like why isn't this working I'm, i spend time on reddit and I, I i anonymously uh give feedback on a lot of web projects on reddit on a few subreddits just because i have i'm that fucking geeky i literally have no life at all um <laughs> yeah so I'm, I'm sharing and these people are like i did like 130 posts and i'm not getting any traffic and i look and the posts they're all disjointed their average is just your it's your average 1500 word post that was written by somebody found on upwork and there's nothing there it's not shareworthy. yeah and part of why my channel works is i do these videos that like it's like 
you know, 45 seconds, maybe intro, we're on the computer, we're doing the work. I'm like, click here, here's how to run Facebook ads. I show them everything, every single step, click here. And they are a total pain in my ass to create. Everyone else, my competitors in that space, if you will, um, they've got the right title, they've got the right yeah. thumbnail, at minute three, they're pitching their $2,000 Facebook course. Yeah. And if you want to learn the secret, get on my webinar and I'll show you everything for free because it's a free webinar, free, free, free webinar, webinar, free, right? And I'm like, ah, yeah. you chumps. So yeah. I actually show people what they want to read. They search how to run Facebook ads. They find my video. They watch it. They actually learn what they were searching for. And then here's the magic part. They share it because I didn't pitch them on something. And yeah. that's what you're creating. And I, I don't know if you're fully conscious of that. And that's what you just said. That's what you putting out these, these big heavy hitting tests that are it's unique content. It's actual unique data. It's David data driven. You, you throw it out to the world and people are like, dude, this is so good. And you aren't like, like scummily pitching a webinar at the end of it. You're just like, this is what I learned. Like, and you're excited about it. Like you're sharing and then yeah. people pick it up on Twitter and it goes, and then it can take on a life of its own. And the search engines pick up on all that sharing, right? That's actually right. what, what helps us rank higher and higher and higher. And that is the marketing activity. And it's really difficult to put out that level of content. Like people underestimate how difficult it is to put out some of these like heavy yeah. hitting things, which is why we, you know, mix in a little flour. We'll go, we'll go work on some old content and improve click through rates sure. every once in a while. And they're like, okay, I got I got to put together another behemoth. And I just did that on my channel recently. I did this 17 steps to building how to do an affiliate marketing thing. Cause I'm not going to create a course. I'm not going to sell a $500 course. So I had to put together a, how to do it. It's crushing it. It's my fastest growing video ever. Still nothing mm -hmm. resembling viral. It was it took me like a week and a half to, to full on start to finish top to bottom, get it done like a week and a half. And again, my time, if I spent all that time and energy towards split testing my wife's products that we sell, like mm -hmm. that's tens of thousands of dollars worth of yeah. revenue applied that direction. But now I have this thing that's going to live on potentially for 10 years, right? It's going to take a lot for someone to dethrone that video from yeah. where it currently sits and how it's getting shared, et cetera, et cetera. So, so it's that the delayed gratification approach. But how do you like, what's the reason of, of doing YouTube videos if everything's free? I, I just I literally at this point, it's to try to pull the rug out from under the fake gurus, right? I think there are some unscrupulous characters out there who learn that making money online is selling people how to make money online. And that's it. And they learn just enough. So there's people in the consulting space. Uh, one guy, I got a really good friend who who works with multi-million dollar consultants. And um, he knows of a guy in his world that that he got three clients at three grand a month each. And he started a course, how to make uh, six figures a year because $8,300 a month is six figures. How to make six figures a year as a consultant. The dude lost all three of his clients by month number three. No clue what he's talking about. I'm going to give you all the processes. He didn't know if the processes would work. And the dude crushed it on his launch of the how to be a consultant course. And he now right. has a very large how-to consulting guru business based off of like falsities. Like it just so ain't the, real. So the whole fake it till you make it thing doesn't resonate with you. Oh God. I, there's yeah, a, so no, there's not. And there's, there's a way that like you can, so if you aren't it yet, right? So people look at like what you do and what I do. And they're like, I want to yeah. do what you guys do. I want to teach you. Sure, okay, great. Cool. So so start building a side project. Start building something. And sure, go Gary Vee, document. Don't create, like document what you're learning, right? Like what are you becoming? But own that and, and be allow yourself to be in the process of becoming the best home brewer, of becoming the best fitness for horseback riders, whatever yeah. it is. And right. share what you learn as you're learning, but don't 
day three, package it up to a $7,000 course, teaching people right. something that, that actually hasn't, hasn't resonated with the test of time. Right. There's so like, there's kind of maybe an argument for it, but at some point there's like just flat out like scammers. And I'm, I'm like, if I put out enough helpful content, I might be able to pull the rug out from one of those people, but you know, there's a sucker born every minute. And, and I just, I feel like it's a constant churn of new people in those webinars and shady scams getting shut down by the government. And I, I sure. don't know, I just, I don't know how else I can help, man. Like I got time, I've got all the skill and knowledge. I'm making enough money. I'm good, so right? You don't I, have I don't, to worry, yeah. Yeah, I don't need to sell and a that's how I, greedy. I mean, that's how I feel about Money Lab. Money Lab to me is a, it's a byproduct of everything that I'm already doing in my other businesses, meaning Swinton University. And I'm just going like, okay, I have this idea of, a, of an iteration or a thing that I want to test. And I'm just going to, talk about that publicly and then what i try to do at money lab and actually one of my um i have like a it's not a pre-written template but it's in my head and so when people email me and they have an idea for an affiliate site or they have idea for a domain name or they want to start something they'll ask me what i think and i oh my my go-to answer is i don't know try it and let me know how it works out because and even at money lab there's no sentence and i make sure that i every time i put publish anything i go through it and make sure that i didn't say anything definitive like um i think that this is the best software for x and it's like i always say i'm trying this software because i saw this thing and i liked it for this reason yeah and i never give advice because what the fuck do i know right i (laughs) could tell you know if if that horseback riding example like i don't know shit about that industry like i would have told you I don't know, like, it, like deep down inside of like, I don't think that's going to work. That's so specific. Like I, I, horse dancing. I don't, I, I don't, how many people do Fitness that? Three? Four horse dancers. Yeah. For, yeah. 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 Is there like three people in the world that do that? No, I'm, I didn't do any research. Like I'm an idiot. It's in an that, Olympic in that. sport. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I only know it from a parks and rec reference. So <laughs> that's, 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 the only, that's the only reason I know it, but there's, Perfect. there's this like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. And people, I get SEO questions all the time. Like, what do you, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck Google does or thinks or what their, how their algorithm works. Like I have guesses and I'm putting those guesses to the, to the test on my own site. And so even like, there's no disclaimers on Money Lab that I'm saying like, well, this worked at Swim University. Is it going to work at your site? I don't know. I, Uh I, that wasn't, I'm not sitting here saying that it will. Uh, and, and nor do I like to give inspiration. Like I believe personally that I, that not a lot of people can do this, you know, like you have to be a, um, I don't know what it is. Like I, a driven person. And I, I had a, I had a, a glutton for punishment. Yeah. I had a short lived show where that was kind of the thesis is like, I wanted to find out what drives each person. Cause it's all, it's obviously something different. Right. And like, or what makes a person, um, want to get up in the morning. Like, I mean, so much fucking awful shit has happened to me. And yet every day still I wake up and I'm like, I want to go on the computer and I want to make a thing. I want to work on, I want to be, I'm dreaming in code now because I'm working on Lasso so much. I'm like, I'm like, I'm dreaming of divs and div classes. And I'm like, well, if I take that class and rename it, then this will happen. I'm like, no, it won't because I'm a fucking, I'm in sleep. (laughs) So I'm not, it's not going to work because it's not a program. So I don't know. I, I just, it's kind of like, I, 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 I don't like to be that pessimistic, but I'm from the East Coast. And so that I am. So that's just, yeah, it's just natural. It was bred into me for through generations of hardship. Yeah. It's like, I mean, you can't do it. Prove me wrong. 
it's, you know, there is a level of obsessiveness that's required. And it's, it's also mixed with the willingness to do an insane amount of work now with mm. like no guarantee of payout by any means. Like it's no. absolutely you're risking and people are like, well, how can I, I get these comments on my YouTube? Well, if I do this for six months, can you guarantee that it's good? like guarantee? Like yeah, no. this is the world of entrepreneurship where like yeah. most people flat out don't make it, but it yeah. does open you up to a life. I mean, you live in Boulder, you brew beer when you want you. I mean, obviously when we're not locked down, you probably, you live life on your terms very much so versus sure. like a commuter lifestyle. And it's, it's harder than being an employee to do yeah. what we do. It's we, there's no path. There's no one telling us what to do. There's, there's maybe not a paycheck coming up. Amazon might cut your paycheck in half because yep. there's, there's a, Google might very well slap you in the face repeatedly. Sure. Yep. And it's a we keep showing there, right? It's like, 100%. it's like an, an emotional and physical, I think. hundred percent. I, I've been telling people recently, like I just ha I have this like low grade exhaustion, and I think it. And I'm like, oh, I'm you know I'm trying to exercise as much as I can. I'm like, you just drown food. it in your coffee because didn't uh, you have a coffee website too? I did have a coffee website. Yeah, like I wake. I mean, I'm just not sleeping as well, and I'm like, it's a is it because of work? Is it because of like the stress of what's going on in the world? I, who the hell knows? But like, all I know is that I still push through it, and I still yeah. do the shit. I don't know what it is, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> There's something about creating value for others. And I used to think everyone could do it. I really did. And I thought my YouTube channel was being the champion for everyone. Everyone could do this yeah. and go. And there's not. There is a thing inside. Yeah. And on the flip side of it, like, I'm glad not everyone is going to be an entrepreneur because I really need my chief operations officer. I really need great SEOs. I really need yeah. an epic content writer who can help me get my ideas into books, right? Like actual long form books. I, Kindle, I, I, I'm happy to give away all of my knowledge for 99 cents in a Kindle book type thing. Like, like why am I willing to invest money and time in it? I don't really know, but I'm obsessed with these ideas of, of making sure that anyone as broke as they could be can have access to what they need to go forth without a $2,000 course with like uh, the, the lowest possible barrier of entry. Yeah. Um, no clue why I'm so driven. My I, wife, but I, I felt the same way. I, I, Money Lab, my courses were my Asana for Bloggers course was $25. I got it at $25. You got it at that $25? Yeah, that was like, it was like, yeah. this is going up to $99. I was like, dude, my project manager really needs to get his shit together. Like, yeah. I'm buying that and giving it to Josh. Josh, <laughs> go through this course. Like, everything I yeah. bought of yours was just awesome. Um, I've you. just pretty much handed to other people. And, yeah. and kind of like open it, look. They're like, oh, Podia looks cool. All right, Josh, go through this, implement. And then, so another thing is like, the, one of the comments, like, Miles, what is the best Amazon plugin? Well, like, you know, it's month 11. I'm on my third one. We're currently using Lasso. Uh, it's working pretty good, but like, I don't know where I'm going to be in three, right? It's just, it's like, yeah. it's an ever changing world that we're in. Um, but now that Amazon has decided to, to try to throw another wrench in our gears, it's like, ooh, I should be able to put multiple affiliate programs in one plugin, okay. you know? And I was like, man, where could I find a plugin like that? Huh, turns out there's this one from this guy. Uh, it works pretty good. So yeah, that, that's where we're at. And um, it's awesome. But yeah, it is. It's this. So people play games, right? Like literally yeah. play video games um, oh, yeah. to get these yeah. dopamine ups and downs. Are you not a gamer? Uh, so I, I've got a sim racing rig. I've kind of gotten into like iRacing and, and sim racing, like actual wheel to wheel racing in, in a virtual environment, which is oh. remarkably geeky. That's a new thing, but yeah. not much. I look at what we do as internet entrepreneurs as the yeah. best game in the world because yeah. it's, I mean, you're talking strategy and challenges and you get the dopamines and you get the lows and the highs and, and it's all of it. Um, so I, I play a little bit uh, of sim racing, but like, I think that's, that's the game, right? Yeah. And, I don't, I don't, I, I'm. I don't have a sim. I mean, we have a, 
I think we, what do we have? I have a little VR headset that I bought because nice. I was home and I was like, and my friend was like, you got to try this. And I never did VR. And I was like, ah, uh, I immediately bought it on Amazon. Like this is getting shipped to my house is awesome. I played it for one day. Yeah. Um, and then I'm like, you know, people come over. I'm like, yeah, you want to try the VR set? Go for it. I'm gonna... It's kind of fun to watch other people do it. So I, yeah. I got a VR. I returned it and I put it on and it's like, okay, you're in this room. There's a robot. Like you can yeah. throw a paper airplane. I'm like, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. I could just go make a paper airplane and throw right. it. Like I could right. go outside and build like balsa wood airplanes and like yeah, fly no, them. Like why am I in a virtual world when the real world is right well, here? Well, it's like Guitar Hero. It's like, I just, I play like guitar. guitar. So there's like, yeah. Uh, Let's just learn that. I, but I think that's how uh, Post Malone learned how to play guitar. Really? Yeah. He started with in on playing Guitar Hero and was like, I want to learn how to do this for real. So, I mean, I guess there's some benefit to it. But Who knows? I just think that, yeah, I don't, I don't play games either. Like, I don't play video games because, I get, to me, they seem like a waste of time. They seem like false yeah. productivity. And it is, it's, it's writing dopamine hits. It's writing yeah. the ups and the downs and the challenges. And we get that. You get that. You are playing uh, so a game. You're just playing the entrepreneurship okay. game, right? I never and that's thought where, of it that way. Right. So you're, you're dealing with all of that stuff. So people who are like absolutely addicted to the dopamine effect and the ups and the downs of playing certain games, these long, deep involved games, I, I've never really gotten into like some of these. It's the same emotional thing. It's the same like uncertainty, certainty, feeling of doing great, feeling of I've got to get to that next level. And we just do that in a way that produces, you know, potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars a month in income. Like, uh, yeah. yeah, I'll take this game over that game. Yeah. And right now we live in this magical time when when gamers can just stream what they're doing. And share, right. you, like you could just build a multi, multi-million dollar business off of the game you love. Um, but it just takes that what you're doing on next YouTube. level. Right? Pretty much. Yeah, right, yeah. right. And then pretty soon I'll have my guru course. And for $95,000, I'll teach the three secrets that got me where I'm at. And um, Perfect. at that point, It'll my life will be Ty Lopez. Oh, God. <laughs> One could only hope. <laughs> yeah. Just need to get a bigger garage, I some know. knowledge. We'd some be knowledge. there. Uh, well, listen, um, thanks for coming on. Yeah, man. All. Is there anything else that you think we should cover or, or that you want to talk about or that you're like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I love your I love your just your riff on that whole like, I mean, it depends, right? And so there's this idea that people want definitive answers. And a lot of yeah. people are looking around and hoping to find maybe that definitive answers in this course. And the only actual answer is it depends. I was at the uh, affiliate world, I think 2019. Uh, and Neil Patel was in the VIP. So I got access to VIP, we got to kind of sit around with him and, and ask him questions. And, and he was very much like, never say it depends, always give them a specific answer. So if they're like, how long should a video be? seven minutes. You always give a definitive answer because it makes you look at it. I'm like, you would say something like that, wouldn't you? Like, yep. it's just, that's not how the game works because I got one of my top videos is learn SEO. If you search learn SEO, I outrank Neil Patel and Backlinko boy and all the gurus in the space. Nice. And it's a two hour long, freaking ridiculous mess. Like it just, it breaks all of the rules. And yeah. so if you look like my videos, terrible quality, most of them were like 720p, 19 frames a second, my lighting's off and I still freaking grew. Why? Because I did the fucking work. Right. Yeah. So like people who are listening, like just if you're not going to do the work ever, that's OK. If you just like listening to us banter. Awesome. I think that's cool. But if if you're really committed to getting there, just start doing the fucking work and like yeah. eventually you'll get there. And it's it's that same batch of brew a thousand times over with tiny little changes. And yep. eventually you're like this. I made this and you're fucking proud of it. And you probably weren't proud of your first brew. You probably, man, I, I we homebrewed a bit. I had a few of them that yeah. like, and I would drink anything when I was drinking. 
Like literally, uh-huh. I would drink just about. And there was one of them. I was like, I don't know if I can get through five gallons of that. Yeah, we did because you know I'm I'm a man of my word and I just follow mm-hmm. through on things. Um, but like it's it's literally that people want the result. They want to be able to brew the epic IPA that impresses their friends. Well, guess right. what? It's a fucking process to get there, and yeah, it's probably it's a three to five year process that includes hundreds and hundreds of batches and tests and just get an emotion. Start and, and I'm still not things. happy with it. You never will be. And that's no. why it's going to continue yeah. to get better and better and better. And that's why you might end up owning a kick-ass brew pub at some point because you just may want to do that at some point. That's my life. retirement goal. There you go, right? That's like what better goal. than that, right? Just start one and just, yeah, like how cool would that be? Dartboards and, and beer you brewed and like have Norm and Cheers and that whole yeah, experience. Right. I mean, I would like life. to just have one in my backyard. It's free. Oh, so that'd you be cool. Come, you know, come over. There's cornhole. There's flat screen. There's. Do you know Mr. Money Mustache in Longmont? I do. Yeah, I've taught a couple of homebrewing classes over okay. his headquarters. I was like, like, why don't you just yeah. fucking serve it at his place? Because he's right I down do. the street from no, you. I, okay. I, I, uh, no, I, I, uh, I, I'll have to be careful what I say. Like, I donate kegs to him. Yes, I, because obviously them. you're not a vendor of. No, um, I cannot because, sell no, beer. Of no, course not. Absolutely. No, 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 it would be gifted. Um, yes, within all and, legal and parameters. I, and, tr- and truthfully, it is a gift. I just give it away for free. But um, Miles, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, and I also want to thank Max for sending in my new middle name, Banana Hammock. And head over to MoneyLab.co if, if you want to read more about our online business experiments and challenges. And email Matt at MoneyLab.co with topics you'd like us to discuss on future episodes of the show. And feel free to send me a new middle name suggestion. If you like the show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, TuneIn, Castro, Radio Republic, Stitcher, Pandora, MixCloud, CastBox, YouTube, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Okay, that's it. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show. Thank <laughs> you.